I'm VK and this is episode 21. We're back with another episode of Fan Phase. We're doing a Legend of Korra rewatch for this season slash this is my first time watching it and <laughs> today we're going to be going through book three and episodes three and four. So let's just jump right into this okay. We are heading into it with Iro's tea. Knives. How are you feeling? How's this week been? It's what been are you good. drinking. Ooh, what what's your I social drinking? security number? Well, no, so it's <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, this week I'm having a mango bubbly. I'm just having nice little sparkling water. It's a nice little Sunday morning. This week I'm at um, my boss's house. Actually, I'm pet sitting for him while he's on his honeymoon. So that's nice. I'm hanging out in a with some lovely pets um but yeah I, I have a little bit of a different audio setup this week so apologies if anything sounds a little bit different uh I could already hear like the clap the cat playing around in the background so I'm like mm, we'll see if that my mic I could just see that in yeah. your camera I've been trying not to crack up I just see the cat just <laughs> behind you saying rolling is the camera rolling I am and here just really letting us know uh, but yeah, it's it's been a good week. It's been um, a bit of a stressful week, but you know, when when is life not? Uh, so mm -hmm. just keep on powering through. <laughs> just brush your teeth. It's really. Mm, I did. I, I did do that this morning. That's, so that's it. Good. Just that's yeah. really good. How about you, VK? Tell me about your week. What you're drinking? What's your tea? Hello. Well, <clears throat> I'm sipping on a handcrafted matcha cinnamon <laughs> maca root latte with oat milk wow okay ma'am <laughs> welcome to vk's coffee shop that's not really coffee but tea tea shop <laughs> tea shop welcome welcome to the jasmine dragon uh <laughs> i'm the newest employee okay but no i love matcha it's such a they... wonderful drink are tea makers considered baristas or is that just coffee makers? Hold up. Asking really the real just, questions. You, you did something <laughs> to me. Hold on. <laughs> you did something within me is alive. Barista. Gotta look up that definition. Okay. Usually a coffee house employee. Okay. A barista is a person, usually a coffee house employee who prepares and serves espresso based coffee drinks. Mm. Yeah, it's all about that espresso maker then. That, okay, well then what... Okay, I'm going to Google. What do you call a tea maker? Mm -hmm. what, is a, <laughs> what is a master tea brewer called? What? <laughs> what? How did I not know that that was a thing? Okay, uh, a certified tea sommelier. Oh, a trained so professional who has expertise in tea. You're training as a tea tea sommelier right now. <laughs> tea sommelier. Is that what you're doing? However you say it, I don't even know how to say it. Sommelier. Tea connoisseur. <laughs> how much? 
does a tea master make wait that's a job that's a real job oh oh no the cat the cat fell in that's on the table and is stuck oh no <laughs> oh god hold on i got you uh, yeah but a uh tea person that's a real job you can make between 36k and 48k with the top 80% making 80k a year to be a tea song what do I sign up are you kidding me <laughs> I'm having an existential crisis okay cool so but yeah tea rabbit hole we went down a rabbit hole okay tea big fan uh, and matcha tea, I love it. Matcha in general, love it. Green teas are my favorite. Uh, and it's a way for me to get my caffeine and not have an anxiety attack. There it is. I think that's what I'm uh, trying not to say. Overwhelming amount. Over, an overwhelming amount of, yeah. So uh, green tea is it for me. And yeah. it tastes even better when you make it yourself and you don't spend uh, $8 on a poorly made matcha latte from some other random place. Uh, from some other barista bitch the fact that i make it myself does that make me better than everyone <laughs> <I better? laughs> better uh so yeah this week has also been um super challenging uh and it's been a journey but i feel like i'm coping really well and all things considered i'm really taking care of myself and i have been doing my best so i'm very proud of myself it's this weird goals. Like, life is a lot but it's also like oh I have been kind to myself which it's been a journey been <laughs> thankful so yeah uh a week full of growth a week full of adjustment matcha now nice are you ready girl I'm ready for this quote tell you me know I do time know for Iroh. I know Iroh okay everyone please close your eyes Plant your feet, unless you're driving. Don't do that. Take a deep breath. Exhale. If you look for the light, you can often find it. But if you look for the dark, that is all you will ever see. That's it. Hmm. Man, that is a tricky one because obviously we just got through rava and batu light and dark you know hmm. good and evil light and dark Iroh. in in the forest with baby cora i'm i'm gonna say yes it's Iroh. is that your final answer final answer You good? You right? Okay, okay, okay. When was it though? When was it that I? That you literally said it. Oh, did I? Okay, literally (laughs) said it. (laughs) Okay, in the forest. I said I was like, shit. She got this. She got this. Got this. I thought she would at least stumble a little bit more, but yeah. Uh, I took a I took a chance because I was like, I'm like, this is gonna be the ultimate test. If she passes this, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it. And you did. So I've lost it. Uh, <laughs> I was paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. What was the circumstances around it, though? Was it when he was like trying uh, to like teach her about making the the bird happy or whatever? 
Yes, I, I okay. believe it was right before Cora made the choice to help the bird. Mm. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. I think, do not, do not hold me to that because I'm not entirely sure, but it was in that. Okay, so you're thing. lying to me is what you're saying. So I'm 100% being dishonest. You actually didn't get the I know I wrote <laughs> question um, quote correct. So gonna... <laughs> Hey, bays! we're popping up with a very special announcement for y'all real quick. We just wanted you to know that here at Fanbase Podcast, we are officially renting ad space. We really, really want to collaborate with you. Whether you have a growing business or a grown business, there's always room for you here at Fanbase Podcast. That's right. You can rent ad space on our podcast and in the description box. All you have to do is shoot us an email at fanbasepodcast at gmail.com. That's fanbasepodcast at gmail.com. Go ahead and put ad space in the subject of your email, and we'll be sure to reach back out to you. We look forward to hearing from you. Now back to the show. Well, I think now is best time <laughs> to go ahead and move into our main topic, which are talking about episodes three and four of Legends of Korra for book three. I'm really excited. These episodes- I can feel the excitement. The, these episodes had me smiling. Like like the TikTok, who got you smiling like that? Like that, it was- Yes. Yes. This, these two this, episodes got you smiling like that. <laughs> This whole season, really. We've yeah. just started and she's- I'm glowing. I'm really <laughs> liking glowing. this season a lot. I don't blame you. It's- it's a great one and it's not even you've barely scratched the surface I yeah I know I really isn't it exciting where it's gonna go I don't know yeah I didn't get this intensely like Mm -hmm. excited about the other two this one's really doing it for me same I remember the moment uh last year when I got you know super excited I got excited I was like just the raw potential energy of Mm -hmm. the beginning of book three that's just anything can happen yeah and I think maybe what one of the biggest things is probably it's just the overall world building and it's like Mm -hmm. just expanding upon the world that we already know and just seeing like its growth and its changes but like still reflective of what we're used to which with the other two seasons it just felt completely different it felt like, you know, in season one, we were, we Can were you learning. Hold one second. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. Do you hear this car? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alarm going off. Cool. We're good. It stopped after 30 minutes <laughs> going off. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> like 30 minutes just went by. 30, like, wow, that uh, car horn and no one came out no what's the point of the of the car alarm if (laughs) it just continuously goes off okay whatever (laughs) I'll stop I'll stop so uh, yeah the raw potential energy of the top of season three was the most excited that I'd been out of the whole time I'd been watching the show up until uh book three but also it was more I was more excited than when the show began if that makes yes. sense. It was a kind of a, an excitement that's that was a lot. I was like, wow, I am this isn't this is kind of outrageous that I'm this excited. But I was here yeah. for 
No, definitely. And I think the thing that's really getting me is just the world building. Like I'm really Mm -hmm. exciting because it's not, we've been world building, but it felt like a world that was outside of what we were used to. And season three, this is like, it feels like world building and we're expanding upon what we already know. Cause like in season one, we're talking about like Republic city for the first time and learning about pro bending for the first time. And it's just, it felt like a different place than avatar the last airbender and then season Mm -hmm. two is all about the spirit world and like we're learning all about that and everything that's involved there and then this big evil like good versus evil energies and just another different world but this is like now we're like we're journeying through the earth kingdom like this is like we know these places and we're just seeing how it's grown since Mm -hmm. we've last seen them or not or how it's not grown or yeah how it's gotten way worse (laughs) yeah and we're really seeing the effects of that hundred year war and Mm the hmm how do I say it we're just seeing the effects of of the war and how Aang and Zuko and everyone did their best to move on from it and rebuild yeah it's not always perfect (laughs) you know (laughs) and people may not be willing to risk it all for the original team avatar or even the current team avatar like we (laughs) we love them so you know we love Zuko and then the earth queen is like fuck Zuko and I'm like oh god why but yeah yeah so that's literally the episode uh the name of episode three the earth queen um (laughs) and so uh, my first note was earth queen who let's fucking go um <laughs> question, so, mark, question mark exclamation point we start off with janora she starts teaching uncle boomy and kai some airbending stances and different bending styles the gang crosses the walls of bossing say and we immediately see that they're all still separated by class sets mm. and that the lower ring seems even more run down well, than it was <laughs> before and the upper ring is just as stingy if not more (laughs) how if not more i was so excited to find out who this earth queen was and then so we meet her the queen is very stuck up has a lot of etiquette rules and doesn't like animals and a lot going on and i was like i had no idea who this could be because if it's tough like this is before we actually meet the earth queen and then we're just hearing about her but i was like for some reason i was like in half in my mind i was like this can't be tough right they're not like trying to describe <laughs> tough and like trying to like pull a big one on us like i was like mm, i'm gonna be so confused <laughs> um and then i was like or it could be someone that was related to the last earth king guy who had never even visited his boss at sing say walls so as they're walking around the upper ring, Kai passed by some girl and some jewels. And I guess he's just a kleptomaniac because he's like itching to try to get after her. Oh, I also put at the beginning of this episode, speaking of Kai stealing, at the mm-hmm. beginning of this episode, Kai jokingly steals Boomy's wallet. And I put it in my notes. He playing mm-hmm. in y'all faces. Mm-hmm. Like he, he had jokingly mm-hmm. taken Boomy's wallet and they were like, ha ha ha. It's like, come and get it like playing around i was like wow this is not funny no <laughs> this child's a menace uh, 
this is one of those moments where I'm like, where are the black people on this show? Because <laughs> let me tell you what wouldn't have happened. Any of this. Would not have played. <laughs> would, you know, would have, would listen. No. Yeah. So Kai is stealing wallets and living his best life again. Uh, so we meet the queen and the queen is just this huge bully with too much money and realize pretty quickly, oh, okay. So she is related to the last Earth King guy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> She's like, you took advantage of my father. Yeah. <laughs> At his weak point, girl, his whole, all his points were weak. Stop it. <laughs> Every do shit ever <laughs> she's annoyed the avatar is visiting her for the first time um and she was talking about how ang and zuko st- stole Earthland to create republic city um but and under her ruling the kingdom's going to shit so it's like who did the right thing here because things are getting real messy under your ruling honey oh <laughs> Not honey. Oh my god. Uh so back at the fancy mansion, the gang realizes that Kai is missing and they have to go find him. Finally, like how did you lose <laughs> the single most newest person on the crew and the largest liability yeah. of the crew? And y'all just instantaneously <laughs> forgot just like, about him in a new place. Literally with rich and Tenson's like uh, I mean, I guess he's our responsibility. He is a child, so. <laughs> Mako and Bolin catch Kai scamming and stealing people's money. <laughs> and Mako and tries to- wonderfully so. He is. Yeah. <laughs> that kid he's is bad. It. That's a bad kid. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, so Mako tries to drag him away and- oof. Mako tries to drag him away, but Kai escapes and Mako and Bolin get stuck on the express train to the other side of the tracks. <laughs> yeah, this kid is bad. He is a very <laughs> naughty child. I was so upset. I was like, you little piece of shit. You piece of and shit. Then, and then Mako <laughs> Bolin is like, that's my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> Mako was like, little brother, huh? <laughs> You having fun with that? You having fun with your little brother there? Is he giving you a grand old time? You see how it feels? And then, so we see it's so easy to get into the lower ring, but when they try to get back, that's when they're asked for passports and tickets. And I'm like, mm. first of all, I get, okay, I get tickets. Like, you need to ask for tickets, but. But passports, like, since passports when? Passports! From you the same city? There? They live in one bossing say you need a passport to get from one part of the city to the other it's just classist it's just Ugh. rich people being like i don't even want to see poor people yeah uh, like, yeah i don't even exactly. want to lay my eyes upon your poor self yeah yeah it's so ridiculous terrible it's like, no you're not going to be allowed to go and go back because you don't have a passport like you can't even leave your ring Mm. if you're not able to afford a passport like it's insane and then they find out more also apologies but even more strange is that 
there's no <laughs> customs there's no people you could come That's go talk to there's like no, it's <laughs> very black and white it's like yo you don't got a passport even though we let you cross and didn't even check to see if you had it to get into the lower ring. Yeah. We're not going to let you back into the upper ring. You, there's you just, no like upper ring. There's customs. no escaping literally. Like it's like just this huge like barrier to keep you from like going anywhere. <laughs> it's and they're not even trying to hide it. That's what's, no. that's what's blowing me is that it's not even, they're not. So obvious. It's bad. It's really bad. <sighs> Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they realized that Kai also stole from them too. The little shit. Icing uh, on the cake. <laughs> so Sami and Cora have to go collect tax money together from another city in order for the Earth Queen to be all like, fine, I'll give you some airbenders. Um, or I'll help you potentially I'll find you- the airbenders. <laughs> um, and so they're going together on Asami's super airship. Mako and Bolin wake up back on the streets just like old times. And Bolin is worried about Kai. And then we see Kai got himself a fancy suite with breakfast and bed. Uh, so he's living a good by life. Himself. By himself. Got like, servants. He said, <laughs> I will be consuming conspicuously. I will be consuming all of my riches in front of everyone's faces and not pretend like I don't have it. I was like, Kai, you're by yourself. You're going to get caught. So then they're, Bolin and Mako are walking around the city, right? And then uh, Bolin wants to convince Mako to do like their old stealing scam. But Mako's like, this shit is like too gross. Like this fruit is too nasty <laughs> to like, steal, steal <laughs> even if I wanted to. Like, no. <laughs> So then the fruit seller is like real pissed off and was like going after them for insulting his fruit. (laughs) Uh, And his dad catches him and uh, is like, looks at Mako and Bolin. And then he recognizes them right away saying that they look like San. And my immediate thought was like, now, you know, I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Mako and Bolin do not look alike. They cannot At look like all. one person. <laughs> they can't both so look like So it wasn't Son. me. It wasn't just me. Because I did have a moment of like, well, if you say so, bro, I'll, I'll suspend my disbelief. I haven't if seen you the picture. I'll look at it. But they don't look alike. <laughs> and never have. Like, when they first no. said, we're brothers, I was like, oh. Cousins? My blood? <laughs> <laughs> like Bolin's got this round ass head and Mako's super angular like it's all like chiseled everything just just tall and just like stature so their faces are just completely I'm like no they don't both look like a song Uh, I'm sorry uh but we find out that the fruit seller is two (laughs) and two is their cousin I'm sorry, you're still that's still sending me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And then just and then we go into it. the next oh. scene. The next scene, which drives me fucking insane. So Read. we see the twins, Eskandesna, on the throne. Oh sitting yes. on the throne. And Lord Zuko, and then they greet Lord Zuko. Lord Zuko. They're also uncle. sitting on the throne, bored, mind you. Well, yeah. 
that's their just their casual face isn't it <laughs> like that that is not there so no drama and they hate it but they greet lord zuko as uncle uncle so is their mom no 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 no. i thought so too i'm a hold on, hold on. Is there- i want to hear this time's <laughs> out wait a second finish their, their mom can't be a zula right right no i had to think about it for a second no oh okay <laughs> and I, oh okay i'm I gonna say this because sorry, i, I thought too... you paused because something else was happening no 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 i <laughs> i was th- i was turning it over okay no but okay. yeah listen 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 this is my reasoning though this is my reasoning because obviously their dad their dad and unalak you know they're brothers right so it has to be their mom and how else would zuko be an uncle if their mom wasn't a sibling of Zuko. So Azula. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, then, like, no, because I mean, <laughs> yes, this is a, th- this is a theory. Continue. I can't stop you at this point. You're, you're invested. Yeah. Well, I mean, how else? And I'm like, who, but then I was like that Azula can't be the one just sitting at home when like this whole fight was breaking out and down yeah, in the southern tribe and then they were like oh no dad died however are we gonna tell mom i was like that can't be her but at the same time maybe azula's calmed down maybe she's just a nice calm person now <laughs> <laughs> not calm down <laughs> maybe she just calmed down <laughs> And then Zuko doesn't say a goddamn thing, uh, like just doesn't tell us anything and just says that they have to go visit some prison. And I'm, I need an explanation here. Okay, like, I'll give it to you. So you do, I didn't, in fact, also think that for ha- not all of what you said for a moment, I was like, did they call Zuko <laughs> uncle? That's all that I thought, but I didn't put together a whole... <laughs> <laughs> theory on my wall with I paused I paused the show and I was and like, you had ah! yeah. she did a 15 minute free write on this because <laughs> I, 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 I have do a whole not character know. analysis breakdown yes. of new Azula versus they were okay when Zuko walked into the throne room mm-hmm. he was with Tonrock and so they said oh what uncle oh. Zuko <laughs> They were talking. <laughs> I didn't even know. Talk- he was. Yes, he- they were talking to their uncle and to Zuko. In the next scene, I was like, in the next scene, I was like, when did Don Rock show up? I wanted to stop you, but I could not. I just wanted to hear how deep this theory went and now it, it breaks me to have to <laughs> destroy your reality by telling you that there was another person <laughs> was, he was behind Zuko come on Zuko doesn't walk in the room with someone he walks in the room before <laughs> someone okay you know the living history of that man and that time Tanrock was like I'll walk five paces behind oh you God. I was oh my god i but you also wanted so to believe it because like really why, that would be a really <laughs> that's 
the theory was great. I almost, it made me think, wait a second, I got to go back and watch it just to make sure I didn't. <laughs> the conviction. Oh my God. I'm, I need to, I need a pee break. I'm going to pee myself. <laughs> that fucking killed me. <laughs> Yeah, I felt. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to ruin her life. But yeah, I, I really thought. I was waiting right for the me. reveal. We were gonna get it on the last episode of season th- of book three. Like, <laughs> oh my god, I'm. <laughs> You're like that's gonna be what, what book four is about. That's it, Azula. Let's go. I watch. I would watch. Oh my god. Okay. So he was going to break out Azula so that they could do whatever they're going to do. Okay. So, the next scene. <laughs> next scene, um, Mako and Bolin meeting their other family for the first time. And I love this scene so much. I was really felt the way Mako and Bolin are you talking about when they go into the house yes and they see the an entire family okay yeah and just the whole scene everything like the the conversation and like well like everyone like just like see, saying like hi to them uh, like as if they knew them already and it's like uh, they've known so much about them but like Malcolm Bolin have no idea and like they're meeting all these people for the first time and it and really it's packed first of all it's packed packed there's so many so many In family members yeah and I personally really felt the like, kind of like immigrant first generation mm. vi- weirdness vibes there. Like I, co- I really felt their feelings, um, like meeting and talking to that other family that is still back in like their home countries that has not yet been able to like get out. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, meeting and talking to them for the first time and, like, that sort of, like, weirdness feeling that you feel of, like, oh, my God, like, I, ha- I still have so much family here. But that whole family just being, like, super welcoming and, like, high and loving and, like, all of that and, like, yeah, it was, I don't know if they were going for that <laughs> or not, but I felt it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I would have, thank you for sharing that. I would have never... <laughs> have been impacted by that scene that way Mm, and I didn't even see that I didn't see that and so that's really dope that yeah I'm like I don't know like obviously like Mako and Balaran would never have like come out and just said like those words sort of things but like the way that they like were just they were uncomfortable a little bit yeah Yeah. (laughs) and 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 especially when his cousin sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you Mm -mm. go ahead okay I was saying that his cousin started to make assumptions mm-hmm. about what their life must must be like off of what they perceive to be reality right. for them they're like you live in your fancy home and you have you know your fancy fruit you don't even eat rotten fruit you're too yeah. good you don't know <laughs> the streets like I do you're not from the hood and Bolin was like oh we we were homeless yeah <laughs> and in a gang and live yeah. in the gym <laughs> so uh, <laughs> and also almost died a couple times so yeah <laughs> yeah different boat yeah but not not easy yeah yeah it's it's just it's an interesting feeling and I I, I just really I really liked that scene um 
And then, yeah, so then they meet their grandmother for the first time and she asked for their parents. And I felt like a piece of shit because she never knew that they died. Ow. And I, I just nobody... can't believe I talked so much shit on the last episode. <laughs> like, because they just never knew that they died because they weren't in a great relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. And nobody would have thought to tell them. Like they didn't tell any, so it just, who would, how would they have ever known? They didn't send a courier pigeon. The yeah. kids couldn't ma- mail them. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's really sad. Wild. And, and how their last moment was an argument. And that was sad too. Was that the um, scene that they talked about that? It wasn't in that scene. Okay. It was a little bit later when they're talking about why their dad left. So we we actually go to Cora and Asami next and they're playing tax collector. Um, they're about to be killed by Not a whole playing. bunch of rebels. <laughs> Not playing. Cora is, is, is in her, we don't, me and you Asami can do this bag. Her, yeah. <laughs> every, I'm, I'm the baddest. Did y'all see last season? <laughs> she was like, I will spirit core again i will turn yeah. into a giant version of myself and end anything that needs to be ended i don't know and then like this whole like mini scene i just like really didn't give a fuck about and so like my note is literally like not mini pl- scene yeah <laughs> like, they're like about to be killed by some rebels and then i go <laughs> and i don't give a fuck because does <laughs> does azula have babies because <laughs> The twins make so much was, more sense now. <laughs> that was, I forgot. You were in a fever dream of your own doing. Of trying to piece together this theory that you have decided on. Uncle, comma, Zuko. And you thought they said Uncle Zuko. I can't. I really can't. I really cannot. <laughs> can't i was just like really hell about the twins like i'm like of course they're apathetic if they're if they're azula's children <laughs> i mean look, look at them they make so much sense <laughs> so much sense now esna i get it i get everything about you esna yeah um <laughs> same so, <laughs> but actually um Cora, Cora and Asami, like they do awesome tag team battle against the rebels. Serving um, us power couple. Mm, mm-hmm. Chemistry on the battlefield. Chemistry that I have not seen either of them have with Mako. Yeah, no, they were definitely like a good tag team. Um, <laughs> and Asami keeps the glove forever apparently I didn't realize that this was now like her thing I thought it was just like it was eventually gonna go away where does she store it as (laughs) I'm trying to understand we only ever see her (laughs) in the moment of putting it on yeah like okay so we see that you have it but is there a carrying case or like a bag yeah, it's pretty bulky like you can't just large. carry it around your neck <laughs> yeah it's large you're not just it's not yeah mm-hmm. so very confused but i'm here i'm here for it and then the rebels uh they, they get the money back but the rebels tell cora that she's on the wrong side and she's like mm, yeah you're probably right 
Uh, <laughs> she's like, yeah, that queen is uh, a lot. So then we we see the twins and they're they're heading down into the secret lair. And Desna's like, oh, I want to throw my tailor down here because uh, his cops <laughs> are always so crazy. And I was like, oh, I get it. I I, I have a, a little bit of a kinship there, Desna. If my tailor always oh, creased that my was the thing. <laughs> that's a thing is that a thing <laughs> no that's that oh i don't i mean know. it is so it is it is it's, it's like when you're like ironing a shirt and then like and if you're ironing it flat um then you have like a crease line in the cuff on the side instead of just having like a well-rounded cuff it's it, like it's flattened basically so it does look dumb. <laughs> okay. I didn't know. I was like, that could be a real thing or that could yeah. just be a specific thing about Desna. <laughs> that could be. And I didn't know because I'm not a costumer yeah. or <laughs> I don't do that. So I was like, well, that's it. And not uh, Zuko and Esna bonding. Yeah, <laughs> as in a bonding moment over trying to assassinate their respective avatars. Yeah, <laughs> and Tan Rock was not having it. Tan Rock looked up and he was like, "I don't remember what he said, yeah. <laughs> but he was sitting there. He was cool talking about trying to kill Aang." And then she's like, "I tried to kill the avatar too." He looked up. He said, "I will. Yeah. I will put both of y'all twins in matching <laughs> body bags." Yeah, right Zuko's here. talking about how they built the prison to hold. Pai Lee, who can firebend with her mind. And he talks about the time that he hired Sparky Sparky Boom Man. <laughs> and uh, that's the episode. Work. That's the episode <laughs> like, where he was work. trying to join Team Avatar too. I know. I had like realized when we were like they were Zico all talking here? About this, I was like, oh yeah, that's that episode. Oh cute. And then this is when I realized that Ton Rock is there too already <laughs> somehow. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Oh, he appeared. <laughs> Oh, I will never forget Uncle Zuko. This is absolutely iconic. I'm just, I'm not over it. (laughs) How did he get there? When did he get there? Why is he there? Oh, God. Uh, So then uh, Piley's like, she's like, oh, interesting people are here visiting me for the first time in 13 years I think I know what's going on like she's like she's like I cannot I'm already getting warm yeah Ah. and I was like oh she's so much it's like I'm already not not you shit talking in jail uh you know what kind of person this shit talk if you play in like a game with someone and they're losing and they're still shit talking like oh here we go so you know when they win they're gonna be doing so much when if you know when they beat you at the game or if they start to get one upper hand (laughs) it's over (laughs) so then we cut back to uh mako and bolin and the family scene and so mako asks about why their dad left and so we find out that after getting into a fight with their grandfather he ran away and didn't speak to the family again except for sending a letter one time with a picture of the kids and how he married a beautiful firebender woman. That's the only other time that he's spoken to his family. And so that's why they didn't know. 
And that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It was a long yeah. time ago. It's really so sad. sad. And also the fact that he didn't say anything until he had two kids. Mm-hmm. So he had he till he left, got married and had two kids. He didn't even say I made it safe. After the first one. He didn't even say after the first one. But true. <laughs> <laughs> and they were not babies either. They were no, they were they children. Were older. <laughs> I was like, wow. So they were old enough time. to like remember their parents mm-hmm. and then n- to not have them. Ugh, dang, I feel <clears> bad <throat> for talking shit about Mako for all these episodes. <laughs> Ugh, man. It's been, it's been through it. Kids been through it. Dang, man. So the, we see Asami and Korra with the queen and they're returning the money and the queen tells Cora that the Daily didn't find any airbenders so it's time for them to leave and Cora's just like bitch fuck you she just like stomps off she was so pissed she's like what the fuck uh-uh <laughs> <laughs> she had like so much attitude in that scene as she was leaving um Mako and Bolin mentioned to the family that they're on a mission that their mission right now is to look for airbenders and their uncle's like oh shit you know what? The Dai Li been kidnapping airbenders. We we know someone. They started airbending and now they gone. So check with that. So question mark, question mark. And then Kai gets caught robbing some people while earthbending. Airbending. Air, yeah, I don't know why I wrote. <laughs> They're in the Earth Kingdom. They're yeah. Uh, Kai gets caught robbing people while airbending and gets thrown in military airbender army jail. Like, okay, just casual slaves for your airbender army? Fun. Fun. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and Kai knows that he was wrong because as the Daily were <laughs> collecting him, he goes, I'm with the Avatar. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so, <laughs> oh, so now, now you're you with the, the Avatar. Avatar. <laughs> Nah, you you about to go learn them 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 daily airbending ways in a second. <laughs> That's what you about to go do, because you've been a little badass. That's why. What do you That's mean? what you get for being annoying. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> we're gonna come save you, but we're gonna leave you in there for a day so you can see. Yeah, that's episode three. Uh, so moving on to episode four, in harm's way. Uh, we start off, they're at the North Pole secret layer prison, getting ready to guard against any attack. And Zaheer comes in with like this snowstorm blazing. And I was like, of dramatic, course, dramatic. Yeah. He also uh-huh. went to the performing arts school that I'm on. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know what I went to <sighs> the drama. And, and, um, Ton Rock is like, that's not a snowstorm. I was like, okay, Ton Rock. He says, I am here. Yeah. Uh, I'm an expert. <laughs> I'm that's an expert not no in these snowstorms. Snow I know what that is. And of course, I was like, how he how come he all these people they just master bending in like 0.7 seconds, you know? Can just like I get all these people are like super powerful. It's like a powerful epic group, whatever, but some people just be mastering things too quickly. Uh, Wait, what do you mean? Who's mastering what? Zaheer mastered airbending to create this like snowstorm crazy force for them to go 
and start fighting and then during the battle too points points <laughs> you have points and those points will be addressed <laughs> okay i'm not gonna say anything about at it at right least now, they're but... addressed because i feel like sometimes it doesn't happen not it's just like it just happens like i'm like okay all right they're just masterful <laughs> cool yes that too if i remember i don't know if they're directly directly like one-to-one address like hey this is why but it's or maybe it, i don't know you gotta watch it cross that bridge when we get there right. um the battle's super epic uh we see minghua battles like super hardcore through like Ugh, metal and shit and like fucking she is terrifying she's and just beautiful simultaneously scary so, so scary and breaks the metal doors open and Piley takes her mu- muzzle off and has the exact same sparky sparky boom man markings on the forehead mm-hmm. so i'm like mm, okay so what is this is this a cult or <laughs> what you know like is this like a firebending religion where they learn to do this through their mind or is this that she is sparky sparky boom man's daughter i thought the daughter thing too i was like man did he have a daughter i mean he might have before the whole explosion mm-hmm uh, so Piley's fucking badass. This is, we see why everyone was most terrified of her breaking out. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> cause she showed us as yeah. soon as she got, as soon as that dragon, for some reason, blew fire at her and warmed her up. <laughs> and she said, thanks mm-hmm. for the mushroom power up. I'm about to level up. <laughs> and then she did. And it was scary. Uh, team Zuko gets their ass that all of their asses beat and I mean these these this band of bad guys have just been whooping ass and from morning to night I don't I'm trying to understand how they even caught them in the first place I don't even believe that they caught them (laughs) like they when they told that story later I'm like I don't that does how did how did they fail the mission (laughs) whatever it was because it's looking like they 13 years did them some good (laughs) they've been just ready yeah so yep they escape again and we see two got uh bolin and mako some passports to help them get into the upper ring and bolin is determined to bring back the news uh, about uh the airbender army we see Cora is letting off steam with Asami as her like practice partner. Uh, and Asami's like, can you not? Because you're going to hurt me. Uh, then Bolin and Mako show up and explain everything that they've been up to and about the airbender kidnappings. And I just got one question. Okay. If his family, his cousins, his cousins, plural, and everyone... If they could forge passports to get to the upper ring or or procure passports to get to the upper ring the whole time, why haven't they? That's what I want to know. I, I want to know that too. And not even if they could get them, but if maybe it cost money to get those two and they like mm-hmm. use all their savings to help their family 
to get back to save the world it could have been something like that or it could have been I was wondering that too and I feel like two must have like some sort of connect did he say that he forged them passports or that he like got them their passports I it seems he he said got them I think he said he got them yeah but how did he get them I don't know like two must be connected to someone that I have no idea how that would work but I was wondering that too I was like they just kind of skipped over that then where they were just like oh by the way we got you passports I was like that was a huge thing so did you go to the customs because there's no customs like if there's it could they have just done that the whole time just questions yeah Hmm. yeah questions the queen tells Cora of reports of airbenders in another small city so that way they can get out of republic or not of bossing say um and she's not and, subtle about it she's like okay you can go we'll help you yeah. get out of here by the end of the Time day to go. let's go okay wrap it up let's go uh and she's extremely allergic to animal scents so she just starts sneezing asami tells them that they can't leave yet they still need to do repairs to the airship so uh so they're like mm, sorry about it we just need a little bit more time I remember the next scene after the queen, they were sitting around a table and talking about what they were about to do because of the queen and finding out about the airbenders being yeah, taken. Yeah. And then I remember just seeing Tenzin sitting down at the table and I was like, Tenzin, how, how long have you been here? Why have I not seen you until right <laughs> now in this episode? Where have you been? Can you go much. down to wherever Minghua is and yeah. help <laughs> and not get knocked out? Like, I need you to be doing something my friend yeah um <laughs> yeah and then like during then janora's like she's like i really want to save kai um <laughs> uh mako thinks that maybe to like they took them to lake laogai and janora thinks that she can project her spirit to scope out lake laogai and um, all of us simultaneously go lake laogai there's no such thing as lake laogai um and the Dali are still still being bossed around by people i know i'm surprised I, that they're, they're still, still together yeah i'm like y'all didn't turn things around and just start ruling the earth kingdom yet because yeah y'all, y'all didn't take over yourselves really surprised yeah very, so yeah i was like wow the Dali are like telling the airbenders as they're training that they will be the queen's elite fighting force and protect her at all costs because they're her property. Um, mm. And during their training, they have to hurt each other and not show mercy. But yeah, still at the very much at the queen's bidding. And how are earthbenders going to teach airbenders how to bend? I guess they were. <laughs> Just but... force them they're just forcing them to bend they're not even like teaching them yeah it's like do it no no technique they would be folded easily by uh, tenzin and and the crew (laughs) by janora and the kids yeah (laughs) by milo (laughs) by milo singularly it would be over also also i see the daily haven't had an outfit change in a hundred years at least (laughs) too i was like y'all didn't kind of update keep it traditional okay a little bedazzle cut the sleeve up a little long glove maybe some thigh high boots (laughs) okay 
Janora spirit searches Lake Lao Guy and sees it's completely deserted. And then Cora's asking her, like, okay, well, maybe you need to connect with uh, Kai spiritually. That since she's Janora's crushing on Kai, that like, she should be able to have a spiritual connection there. And Janora's like, yeah, I think that's how I found you before was like because we had a spiritual connection Cora's like yeah exactly so just try that and Tenzin in the background he's so funny he's just like real uncomfortable like <laughs> he's like what kind of connection what what are you talking about let's describe uh, this connection here's a piece <laughs> of paper and here's a here's a crayon draw the connection so I can understand what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> Tenzin was unhappy <laughs> mm -mm. But what is it going to say? No. Yeah. You don't want to exactly. find him, you know? <laughs> I don't want to find your little boyfriend. <laughs> yes. Except you're completely in charge of him, so you have to find him. Uh, the Daily Throw, Kai, and Aself are acting out, and Janora's spirit appears. She tells him that they're going to find him and all the other airbenders, and Janora discovers that they're being hidden below the Queen's Temple the one that she's working on building and being a little bully about. Uh, Bumi comes up with a brilliant plan involving some kind of badger mole that knows Morse code, code and I wanted to know so much more about how this would work. Uh, but then Lin Beifong appears right then and there to and tell the game. all eyes on Lin <laughs> <Beifong>. Yep. <laughs> Tells the gang all about the evil group of mega vendors that are wanting to hunt Korra down. Um, and then, of course, Korra does that same old regular avatar shit. I'm not running. <laughs> I'm staying here. I'm going to go after them. I'm going to do gonna... my mission. <laughs> I'm going to fight them. Fair and square. All of them. Yeah. So she, Lin Beifong, this is when we find out that the Mega Benders wanted to kidnap Korra when she was a baby, <laughs> but they've never been able to figure out why Not in 13 benders. years. <laughs> mega Not Mega Benders. You just gloss over. The, have you been calling them Mega Benders? I just registered that. No. That's, their, that's just, their group name. Yeah. That's their official group name. The Mega Benders. Airbending, but bigger. <laughs> all bending but way more powerful but mega <laughs> but mega no it that must have been funny. after the last fight scene that i was like okay well i get it they're mega benders i understand hey. that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah no in 13 years they haven't been able to figure out why they wanted to kidnap cora great well 13 great. years yeah. nothing <laughs> no that's a kind of resilience I don't know, man. If I was stuck in a tundra <laughs> for 13 years, why do you think they did? I don't know. They could create their own mega bender, teach them, teach <laughs> a mega mega bender, a mega That's avatar a mega bender. bender. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> could be that. Want to create their their mega bender cult? It makes me like wonder. I'm like, are they actually evil? Like, I'm like, what if this is just like a, oh, we just thought they were evil because they were trying to kidnap Cora, but like, really, they're like, trying to give her a hug. Yeah. Trying to tell her that she's doing a great job. <laughs> their like intentions were like some for something that like made sense. But they had 13 years to sell, tell someone. So like, they should have just told them. I don't know. 
<laughs> so Lynn's like, cool, I'll help you find more airbenders, but then we got to go. So the gang break into the military compound and Cora and Tenzin find the other airbenders and help to sneak them out. And Asami and Lynn are on the way with the airship. Kai apologizes to Bolin and Mako, and Bolin loves him too much, so, so much. So he forgives him. And as they're on the way out, the Daili find them and say that they're committing treason, pun- punishable by death. <laughs> Overkill, but all right. <laughs> okay. Uh, the queen stops them from breaking out, and she tells Korra that taking her Earth Kingdom citizens is an act of war. And the Daili go to arrest the airbenders, but all the military training that they received helped the airbenders to actually fight back against them because that's how they were training them was fighting against earthbending. And so they're like, oh, you're going to try to earthbend at us. You trained us to fight you back. So that's what we're going to do. And so back in the compound, Mako and Bolin are epic fighting against the Daili. And there's one point where even like Kai saves Janora. Um, They're all like, hi, oh my God, thanks. Oh my God, you're so cute. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And the rest of the airbender prisoners get away on the airship, but they get left behind. I was like, so stressed out about this. I was like, please y'all don't be leaving Janora again like this. Like how you always <laughs> leaving her behind? Why you leave her? You should have <laughs> left her way back in the air temple if y'all were going to do this. <laughs> um, Bolin, Earth launches them onto Uvi and then they finally all get away. It's like, okay, whew, okay. <laughs> all good now, all safe. Uh, Tenzin gives the airbenders the choice of if they want to be relocated or be trained as air nomads in the Northern Air Temple. Uh, And they all decided they want to join and be air nomads and learn airbender ways. Tenzin and Korra separate and Tenzin's going to the air temple and Korra goes to find more airbenders. I mean, that's the end of episode four. Here we are. We're coming on to one of my favorite episodes of the series. Really? Very soon. Which one? Which one? Is, is it five? Is it six? Is it seven? Eight? Nine? Hold on. Let me find the exact one. I don't do not want to guess. 12? 13? Yeah. Soon we're coming up. We're coming up on what launches us into my favorite episode. Um, I love this upcoming episode, which will be episode five. Mm-hmm very good but i think my fave episode is episode eight okay so okay, all that just to, yeah episode eight is definitely i think my favorite episode up until this point of all three books of Legend of Korra, up until the point of episode eight Ooh, even, so even through the the whole entirety of book three it's good so i have to ask knives mm-hmm what do you think the next couple episodes are going to look like? What do you think the next episode is going to look like? To be more specific. Okay. Wow. Well, Cora said she wants to look for more airbenders. So I, th- so I'm guessing. I guess Beifong is just going to be like her protector. Um, as she keeps on going through the Earth Kingdoms, I'm trying to think of like what other places they'd have to go. Huh. I mean, there's got to be 
earthbenders and the other nations also like you know i mean airbenders sorry airbenders with the other nations so is she going to the fire nation now is she going up to the northern water tribe like where or is she going to keep on exploring the earth kingdom um yeah the world is so wide i don't know where she's going to end up next but i do think it's going to be looking for more uh mega benders i don't know they're going to be plotting we're not going to know what yet we're gonna see titi azula uh (laughs) taking care of her newborn child ever stop (laughs) it instantly Uh, yeah no I have no idea I don't know Uh, I'm just really excited okay cool really excited (laughs) nice to hear it nice to hear it uh do you think that I just love to pick your brain (laughs) but do you think how do you think core can be kept safe from the mega benders at this point I mean mean, we've seen them and I mean Lynn just showed up by herself and was like I'll keep you safe no we did this before definitely not like I think Zuko needs to be there too I like she needs like more of a high power protection force I th- against these mega benders for sure so Zuko and Lynn Zuko and Lin- I mean I don't there's gotta there's gonna be more there's gonna we're gonna be more of them <laughs> there's gonna be more I don't know how but there's I don't know who <laughs> I don't know how, who's gonna be related to them like I can't believe Zuko's back like Zuko yeah. this is Zuko like we're talking to Zuko bruh yeah (laughs) kind of startled that his voice was so different Mm -hmm. yeah for sure because we already have Dante Basco I know (laughs) I would have loved to have heard him as Zuko though yeah like what what does what is old man Dante Basco that would have been (laughs) a journey oh yeah we need to bring we need to bring him back what's his name uh General Iroh General Iroh Mm mm-hmm be part of the protection force okay too. okay protection force um, <laughs> you with these names you have the protection force <laughs> the, the mega vendors yeah we're good we're, we're doing it <laughs> okay i just wanted to pick your brain and see just how you were feeling about these these things i cannot wait to see your reaction i almost want to watch the episode with you i almost want to drive to Orlando <laughs> we can do it why don't we set up a little oh no but I paused way too much it would be really annoying actually oh you mean to like write down yeah to write down notes I pause like every other word <laughs> I do too <laughs> I'm like okay and this hold up pause so I can yeah. get my thought out so I don't miss anything <laughs> so it could be present yeah. mm-hmm. present in every moment in this show but yeah so um our next episodes will be covering book three, episodes five through six. Uh, so be sure to watch those before the are we coming out two weeks from today when the show launches. You'll see it. Yeah. That's what I said. <laughs> um, and if you have anything that you want to reach out to us about, anything that you heard in this episode, if you also have 
theories about Auntie Azula, uh, make sure that you email us at fanbasepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and of course, on our Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, we're fanbasepodcast. That, I'll never, I'll never forget that. Uh, yes, reach out to us. We love y'all. We love it when you hit us up on our socials. I get tons of IG messages about things that y'all agree with, things that also confuse you. So let us know, how are you feeling? Are you here for Sahir and the Makeup Benders? Or do we not want any of that? <laughs> let us know. You know where to find us and we'll see you in two weeks. Love y'all, babes. Have a great time. Bye.